WFMP, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist, and I thank everyone for listening today. We have a very, very interesting show planned today. It's a topic that I've been researching for many years. If you're trying to eat healthy and you still have cravings for sugar or chocolate or chips, we have some new answers. As nutritionists, we understand cravings are not from a lack of willpower or from emotional eating problem. You know, it's a biochemical imbalance. So this is what we're going to explore today. So let me introduce our co-host. Cara Carper joins us today. Cara has her master's degree in holistic health from St. Catharines University. She sees clients in St. Paul, Woodbury, Wyzetta, every place, don't you? Yes. (laughs) So Cara, you're doing some special things coming up here on Wednesday, I think. You're doing some taping, right? Yep. The studio, I believe it's in Invergrove Heights. And it's for a cable TV show. It's called Girl Talk. And we're going to be discussing some basic information about how you can use nutrition to reduce depression and anxiety. And this is a topic that I talk about quite frequently on Dishing Up Nutrition. Yes, you do. (laughs) You always have me on for those topics, Star. Well, because you're an expert. (laughs) And I can just give people just a couple of nutritional rules for reducing anxiety and depression. And one is... Definitely keep blood sugar balance. Um, the other one is make sure to eat quality fats for good brain function. And so as soon as we know when the show is going to be broadcast, we'll put it on our website, weightandwellness.com. So that's going to be on Girl Talk, and it's on depression, isn't it? Yep. And and anxiety. So that's That okay. should be fun. Yes. And I'm pleased to introduce another staff member to you today. Uh, join in, joining us today is Amanda Marquardt. I got the last name right, didn't I? You did. (laughs) So she not only works full-time for Nutritional Weight and Wellness, but she's also a full-time student, also at St. Catharines, and she's completing her master's degree, and you've got an emphasis on nutrition. We talked you into it, didn't we? (laughs) Yep, I can't stay away from it. (laughs) So I know, Amanda, this is a new career for you, isn't it? It is, Dar. It's very much more interesting than finance was for me, and I really wanted to find something where I could help people and feel like I was contributing, and for me, that was nutrition. Okay. So you you worked a co- quite a few years in finance, didn't you? I did. I was there for about eight years before I finally made the, the switch over. But you broke away from that corporate <laughs> world. I did, thankfully. And you broke away from something else, didn't you? I did. That, that candy habit. <laughs> As you know, that most people who work in corporations, they have that candy dish on their desk so that everyone stops by. And... Oh, we hear that all the time, don't we, Cara? The yeah. candy dish gets me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and it's there year-round. It's not just around the holidays. It is, it is. And it was my favorite thing to do, so I stopped by every candy dish. So, you know, looking at you, the candy habit didn't make you gain any weight. 
Well, a little bit. But the most thing was that I had headaches every day and I was just very irritable. And it's not fun to have that irritation every day. I can't imagine that. <laughs> I mean, we think of you as, and I think people could hear this, people think of you as Miss Sunshine. Well, thanks. I, <laughs> I can't imagine you having irritability. So candy was not the answer for you. No, it was not a helper. <laughs> well, Amanda, we're really glad you're on the show today. It's fun to have you here. And we're we're going to go to you to get some good information for people about this topic today. Because so many people do struggle with cravings. And Dar, I know you have this new information. Well, it's actually not new information, but it's in our new Living the Weight and Wellness Way class. And in fact, it's in class eight, and you're going to be teaching that Tuesday night. Is that right? I am. And, that it's, and that's going to be at White Bear Lake. And I love this class. Of course, I love all those classes, but I really like this one because it's, it's so interesting to find that if you have a certain mineral deficiency, you're very likely to have some cravings. And that's kind of new information for a lot of people. If you're deficient in the mineral zinc, you're very likely to have intense, intense, I'm talking about, sugar cravings. Sure. And we actually know that from research, 73% of the population has a low level of zinc. So other symptoms that indicate low levels of zinc besides the sugar cravings um, would be frequent colds and viruses. Which could be a real problem right now. Right. I mean, I think it's really important to load up on zinc for the flu season, Mm -hmm. definitely. Um, Another symptom could be someone struggling with acne. Mm -hmm. Or if if somebody has very low levels, there can actually be a loss of taste and or smell. So that's kind of interesting. And then another symptom would be white spots on the fingernails. So everybody is checking their fingernails right now. (laughs) Do I have white spots? (laughs) And it's amazing. A lot of people do. So an area in your brain that controls appetite is very dependent on having sufficient amount of zinc to function properly. That's kind of interesting to think about that, isn't it? To think, well, there's an area in your brain that you need for zinc. And if you don't have zinc, what happens? Well, those sugar cravings come. So with those low levels of zinc, it's just an intense craving for sugar. So everyone's probably wondering, what foods can I eat that have zinc? Uh, Well, the foods that contain the highest amount of zinc uh, would be meat, especially grass-fed beef is going to have more than a conventionally raised animal. And so often people who aren't eating a lot of meat will become zinc deficient and have sugar cravings. Well, and that was certainly me. Until I really understood nutrition, I thought that being a vegetarian was the only way to be healthy and to have this healthy approach to living. But I must have been very low on zinc because in the past I would go from those candy dishes to another candy dish and then now that I've taken zinc and incorporated some meat into my diet, I very seldom crave candy. And it's wonderful to not want those Skittles anymore. <laughs> Was that your candy of oh, choice? I love Skittles, sweet tarts, anything that had the most sugar, you know? <laughs> so it is interesting, isn't it, that since you've gone from being a vegetarian... Which you thought was really healthy. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I felt like I was functioning fine. You know, yes. I, I felt like, you know, sugar's just, it's in my body to crave sugar. I didn't realize that there are these deficiencies that actually make you crave it. I thought it was a trait, like a family. My mom likes sugar. My grandma likes sugar. But <laughs> no. <laughs> and so you can honestly say you have many less sugar cravings now. Oh, definitely. Okay. We're not just making you say that, are we? <laughs> no, I can hardly eat a sweet tart anymore. So <laughs> it's, it's very sugary. 
So it's really an interesting fact. If you crave sugar or that little sweet after a meal, now this is interesting, it's kind of after a meal. And if you are that, you're no doubt low in zinc. And I, we, Cara, we hear this all the time, don't we? People say, well, I just have to have that little sweet after mm-hmm. a meal. I think everybody wants the sweet after the meal. I mean, a lot of people do. Yes. Well, and th- put four people in a room and statistics show that three out of four are deficient in zinc. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you crave sugar between a meal, now this is different. You're no doubt having low blood sugar problems from not eating or maybe eating too much sugar or, you know, a lot of different reasons that people have, you know, low blood sugar. But be after a meal, then it is really a low level of zinc. Isn't it amazing how powerful a deficiency of one mineral can affect cravings and behavior? And how many listeners realize that when you're constantly chewing on ice, now this is fascinating, that's usually a sign of being low in iron. So ice chewing equals low iron. You know, and iron's very important. It shows up in a lot of things. Some of the other signs of low iron can be that extreme fatigue where you just can't get going, restless leg syndrome, spoon-shaped nails, or even cracks at the corners of your mouth. So again, people are looking at their nails saying, hmm, do I have spoon-shaped nails? But, you know, I can remember having a friend, now this is about 20 years ago, and she was a constant ice chewer, constant ice chewer. And I always thought, that's a, and, and actually it was starting to interfere with, it was breaking down some of her teeth because she was chewing ice so much. And I didn't realize at that time it's just an indication that she had a low level of iron. So um, if we look at foods that are high in iron, you know, certainly meat, you know, beef, raisins, spinach, nuts. Uh, but before you run out and add an iron supplement, we would recommend having a blood test for your iron level. And you could ask for a ferritin level and a kind of a, a perfect range. And if you've had some blood tests and you've had your ferritin level checked, you can kind of look at your, your blood profile and find if your range is somewhere between 60 and 80, that's really great. And honestly, I understand that if to feel really good, they, they want you to be somewhere around 70. It, but if it's too high, you are at risk too. And the risk is it's, it's kind of a, uh, can lead to possible cancer. So you don't want it too high. So it's best to have, have it checked before you would ever take any iron supplement. But if it's low and you have restless legs and you've got chewing ice, it's best to get a check then. And that's why they have multivitamins with and without iron, too, because not everybody needs iron. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time to take a break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and it seems that everyone is worried about getting the flu, either the regular flu or H1N1. And at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we believe that people need to be proactive in their eating and lifestyle habits to prevent getting the flu. And a very interesting scientific fact from research, it was conducted in 1973, showed that eating sugar reduces your immune system by 50% for several hours. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, think about that. So, and it's not just added sugar, but a bowl of cereal for breakfast, even that could be reducing immune function. So great reason to switch your breakfast to eggs and vegetables. If you have questions today, give us a call 651-641-1071. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Laugh along. I can't stop with one. 
Are you a person that can't stop with one, one cookie, one brownie, one bowl of cereal? Does out-of-control eating leave you bloated and frustrated, feeling unworthy and embarrassed? You may say to yourself, why can't I control my food when my relationships are fine, my job is great, and I'm not worrying about money? How can I get my eating and weight under control when I continue to overeat? Nutritional Weight and Wellness understands that compulsive eating is not a character defect or an emotional problem. It is a chemical imbalance that can be corrected. If you need help getting your eating under control, schedule a private consultation with a caring, knowledgeable nutritionist. You may be surprised that when you follow a plan that balances your biochemistry, you no longer eat compulsively. Call Nutritional Weight and Wellness today at 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com to learn how nutrition can be your solution for compulsive eating. Consultations available in St. Paul, Wyzetta, and White Bear Lake. That's weightandwellness.com. FM 107.1. Laugh along. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're concerned about getting the flu and want to learn a very simple eating techniques to boost your immunity, we have just the class for you. Monday night, November 16th, that's this coming Monday night, in Wayzata, Barb will be teaching staying well strategies to strengthen your immune system. And Leslie will be teaching that same class in St. Paul on Wednesday night. And Wendy will be teaching the same class on Monday night, November 23rd in White Bear Lake. Now the cost, it's an hour and a half long class and it's only $20 and we're finding that a lot of families are signing up all together so everyone in the family can be on board, be proactive, and stay well this year. So, Cara, have we had any questions from people? Yeah, we got a couple of questions here. So via email, the first question is um, someone's getting bad diarrhea because they're eating a lot of fruits and vegetables, and do we have any suggestions? Well, I think that that happens a lot of times if you're eating a lot of fruit you know, we usually recommend that people have maybe, you know, eat a half a fruit at a time. And there's certainly some fruits that's going to give you diarrhea before other ones. You know, if you think about this, a half a banana will probably kind of, it's more constipating. So that's a good fruit to balance things out with. And um, so, so are apples. I mean, even if you do cooked apples, it's even better. But then if you're doing a lot of berries or a lot of cantaloupe or a lot of honeydew, that tends to lead some people into diarrhea. So, uh, And then the other thing that I found, and I don't know if you found this too, Cara, is that if people are really having a little bit more problems with diarrhea, I usually have them cook their vegetables first until they build up the digestive enzymes to be able to break vegetables and fruits down and then slowly add in some more raw vegetables. And that works really well for people. And some people might actually need to take a digestive enzyme, at least for a little while, to right. help break these foods down. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we had another question, I think, didn't we, Cara? Yep. This The second question is regarding magnesium, or I'm sorry, not magnesium, that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, are chocolate cravings and sugar cravings the same thing? Um, and people in our that take our weight and wellness classes... They all know now that if you are specifically craving chocolate, you could be deficient in one mineral, and that mineral is magnesium. Mm -hmm. That's right. Magnesium is just a wonderful supplement. 
Other signs of deficiency in magnesium are also leg and foot cramps. And I work out quite a bit, and I find that I really need to supplement with about 400 milligrams of magnesium glycinate every day. And that, I mean, it helps with a lot of things, but one of the things is avoiding leg cramps. Um, so if, if anyone's struggling with restless leg syndrome, and I just had a client yesterday with restless leg, um, and I did recommend that she take four to 600 milligrams of magnesium glycinate because it's very helpful for that. Well, it's kind of interesting. Now, we talked about being low on iron, didn't we? And that can lead to restless leg syndrome. And now we're saying, hmm, being low on magnesium can lead to restless leg syndrome. So restless leg syndrome is not a prescription problem. It is it. It's <laughs> a <laughs> like prescription we, deficiency. <laughs> yes. Like we see on TV all the time. I, and I can't even remember what prescription it is that they recommend for restless legs. But it is a mineral deficiency of some type. I mean, that's the first level to go to always is looking at these mineral deficiencies. Cara, I have a question for you. You know, you said that you take 400 milligrams of magnesium Mm -hmm. because you work out a lot. So what happens to your magnesium if by working out? I mean, what's going on? Well, all minerals get depleted. Um, I mean, one thing when you're sweating, you're depleting minerals. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so I think, you know, it's this kind of these very basic things that people forget that if they are, are doing a lot of workouts and running marathons, mm-hmm. that they might possibly get deficient in these minerals. That's and they a good have... point. Think about runners that have a lot of leg cramps. Yes, exactly. So, you know, our bodies are really perfectly balanced. So even a little deficiency in one mineral can cause some major health problems for people. That's true. And if you have chocolate cravings or you have that difficult time falling asleep, your blood pressure might be high, running into some anxiety, magnesium could be a good solution for you. So, Cara, should we take a caller? Yeah, I just noticed we have a call. Hi, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question on tryptophan? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, I just, I have taken melatonin for... A number of years in, in noticing that it doesn't work, and you mentioned last week that you take tryptophan, and I was wondering where you got it or where you were able to buy some of that. Or... Dar, we started selling tryptophan again, right? Wait, yes, we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we actually have it at all three of our locations, White Bear, um, okay. Woodbury, or not Woodbury, Wyzetta, and the St. Paul office. Okay, where's the Wyzetta office? Amanda, <laughs> it's at twelve fifty East Wyzetta Boulevard. <laughs> we're um, we're on our Sorry. way downtown, but we're not quite downtown Wyzetta. Right off of twelve and th- um, three ninety four. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, you know it. Uh, tryptophan. You know we used to have just five HTP, but okay. probably oh I don't know three four years ago tryptophan came back into the market, okay. and for some people, in fact, Karataka. Tell, tell this person about your experience between 5-HTP and tryptophan, because I think it's it's interesting. It is interesting. Well, tryptophan actually is a precursor to 5-HTP. So you would think that 5-HTP would be more efficient. And for many people, it, it does work better. I used it for about a year for sleep. And then for whatever reason, it just stopped working. Um, okay. And Wendy at Nutritional Weight and Wellness said, why don't you try tryptophan and that works like a miracle. I've been using that for about two years now. Why does melatonin seem to stop working? 
Is it, is it just kind of like your body gets used to it? And... Well, I think sometimes, are you taking a sublingual melatonin, or are you taking one that you swallow? Swallow. It could be that it could be part of your digestion, and so I usually recommend taking a sublingual a melatonin because then it gets right into the tissues and right into your brain, oh, and that seems okay. to have better results. Okay, okay. So those are great questions. I think a lot of people are, we know that a lot of people are struggling with sleep and they want some answers for this, so but we we appreciate your call. So... There we are. We answered those kinds of questions. And um, so we were talking about magnesium, or do we have to take a break, Carl? We're not quite ready okay. for a break. Okay. Um, but I just wanted to t- tell listeners a couple of things, a couple of foods that they can find magnesium in. And those foods are, again, meat. Uh, that's where we also found iron. And salmon is very high in magnesium. Avocado, nuts. And just a reminder that soda actually depletes all minerals, especially the minerals calcium and magnesium. So it's that phosphoric acid in soda Mm -hmm. that's robbing our body of minerals. So it is kind of interesting as we talk, and I think, Manda, this kind of, you know, you kind of see this too, is that we have to eat meat to get a lot of these minerals. And once you get these, once you start eating meat several times, a day or you know three at least three times a day you're building up your own level of 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 all these minerals aren't you it's really it was really interesting for me to learn what all is involved in, in the animal proteins you know especially i was vegetarian for about 7 years and just seeing the possibilities of you know what incorporating meat into your diet can do for your health right and you know i think that you know even even when we start talking about you know, leg cramps, or we're talking about uh, cravings for chocolate or cravings for sugar, and even affecting how it affects your immune function, it is kind of amazing, you know, why we need to continue to eat that, I think. Or we have to supplement very well if we are a vegetarian. I mean, that's that's an option, too. Mm -hmm. Some people choose that, and they just need to supplement with these minerals so that they don't get really deficient. So is it break time? Now it is break time. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And just a quick reminder, Dar is going to be teaching the food connection to ADD and ADHD. This Monday night, it's going to be at Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Apple Valley. The cost is only $10, and you can just show up. And Dar has a lot of good information to talk about on this subject. So again, if you do have questions today, give us a call at the studio, 651 651- Six four one one zero seven one. And Dar, do you have that number real quick on right. for Shepherd of or Shepherd of the Valley? Yep, it's six one two three seven six three three seven three. So give them a call and make sure that you've got a space serve saved for you. FM one zero seven point one. Laugh along. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here with Cara Carper, nutrition educator and counselor, along with our guest, Amanda Marquart, who is completing her master's degree studies in holistic health. And I have a question for everyone. Did the Halloween candy get the cravings going? Well, if it did, you might try taking one or two capsules of glutamine, and that's L-glutamine. And again, glutamine is something that comes from meat. Before each meal, if you take a couple of capsules of glutamine before each meal, 
Somehow, that amino acid effectively reduces cravings for sugar and alcohol. So that's a good way to get back in balance. So we have a few callers, right, Cara? Yes, we're going to take a call from Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Thank you very much. Um, my problem is is that um, I'm allergic to quite a few meats, and uh, and uh, I have food intolerance, and I've been to your clinic, and you helped me a great deal. But I can't eat beef, and I, so I substituted um, buffalo and recently found out that um, I can't have buffalo anymore. Why, I haven't a clue. And uh, I can eat tuna. I do eat pork, and... Um, I do eat uh, chicken, um, and I eat the, the the lentils and things to keep the uh, protein going. No, but wait, I, Sandy, I, and I can't eat nuts. Um, <laughs> what I feel, happens I kind of to feel you? Like I'm hopeless. <laughs> what happens to you when you eat meat? When you say that you have an allergy get, or an intolerance, um, I get very sick and I get diarrhea, and it's violent. Okay, well, here's some ideas, Sandy, and I think Amanda, maybe. And maybe you've already done this, Sandra, but, but Amanda, when you started eating meat, what, what did you have to do? You know, I had to start taking digestive enzymes just because I didn't really have those enzymes built up in my stomach anymore. I mean, I was always still eating some eggs and cheese and such, but it does you kind of change the structure. So I started to take digestive enzymes, and you want to make sure that it has hyaluronic acid. Hi, no, hyaluronic hy- <laughs> I, I can't say the word. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hyaluronic acid. <laughs> okay, and I'm not sure I can say that. <laughs> I've messed everyone up. Yes. Well, and I was taking Bubby's um, uh, sauerkraut. Okay, Th- that doesn't, that has um, good bacteria in it, but it doesn't have the di- digestive enzymes to make, break okay, meat down. Okay, and I do take those as well. I, I, have, I have another uh, um, jar of stuff that I take with it. But um, what happens when I puppies is it my mouth waters so much I could hardly swallow right and I think that that's probably it's it I think your system is probably too off to take bubbies so okay. you know maybe Sandy come back in because obviously you can digest some meats because you can handle chicken and pork and most people can end up handling grass-fed beef uh, so again maybe sometimes it's the quality of beef maybe there's too many and I don't know if you're eating totally grass-fed organic beef because sometimes people have, it's the antibiotics and and all the hormones that's in these meats that people are reacting to. Right, because it may, it makes me um, nauseated yeah. and I get the diarrhea and I get sick to my stomach. And I have tried eating the grass-fed beef and um, it's I don't know what's in the beef that, that I just can't tolerate. But I have left it alone for years because I'm afraid of it. Yeah. And because I hate to be sick. I'm 73. And so, um, you know, I try to be real careful because I enjoy being well. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Well, um, we... I'll come in again, I think. Okay. That sounds great, Sandy. Hopefully we can get this one nailed down for you. All right. Thanks for calling. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We have a couple more callers here. Hi, Vicki. Do you have a question about coffee? I do. I'm wondering if I'm deficient in something because I crave coffee all the time, yet I have a hard time tolerating the caffeine, and I'm wondering um, what the consequences are of too much coffee. 
Now, are you, my first question for you is, are you craving, is it the caffeine that you're needing from lack of sleep or adrenal fatigue, or is it that flavor of the coffee or... Um, I think both. I mean, there are times that I'm definitely not getting enough sleep and the caffeine does help. Um, but a lot of times that's not the case either. And I just like the taste of coffee. Well, I kind of think, I don't know, Cara, you kind of, I don't want to interrupt you, but I think probably the first place to go is to make sure that you're getting the eight to nine hours of sleep. And that's probably underneath it. Don't you think, Cara? Well, yeah, most people are getting between, you know, six and seven, not realizing that they probably need eight to nine. So it could just be that your body is craving it because you're you're fatigued. And, you know, I think that I here, you know, I I quit drinking coffee a couple of three years ago, basically. But then I, I drink green tea. But this fall now, when the weather has been so bad, the the old thoughts of coffee went through my brain. Gee, it would be nice to have a latte. Well, I didn't choose to have that, but I think we get associate something that is kind of that that familiar comfort thing that we used to do way back and would stop for a cup of coffee or get a latte, you know. And so sometimes when we have weather changes, some of these things flare up on us. And so we just have to kind of reason through that, I, you know. And I do think that that is part of it. Can I ask, Dar, what your reasons were for giving up coffee? Well, I just, I, you know, I I think that it has a negative impact on my blood pressure. And so oh, that's okay. basically why I, you know, I, I'm trying to do everything possible to keep my blood pressure in check. And green tea doesn't have any negative effect. In fact, it's a positive because it's got a lot of antioxidants in it. And it was a very okay. logical decision that I made. You know, it's like... This is it. So, and you and I did do that with soda. Yes. But oh, good for you. Yeah, that's great. And that's the first step. Always do the soda yeah. first. Okay. All right. Thank so, you. Thanks for calling in. So, are we going to take another caller? Or? Actually, we need to take a break. Okay. All right. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Now, Thanksgiving is less than two weeks away. And when we come back from break, we're going to share some quick, healthy side dishes and snacks. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Laugh along. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, how can you turn Thanksgiving into a health day? That's a new thought, isn't it? So here's some ideas, you know, and I do this with my family because I host Thanksgiving. And so I'm going to have probably between 35 and 40 people coming for Thanksgiving. And, you know, with our genetic history, (laughs) we are not people that should be eating cookies and cakes and brownies and all those things. But when people come in, they're usually looking for something to eat. So what I do is I make deviled eggs and have those ready rather than pumpkin bars. I don't even know how to make pumpkin bars now, (laughs) but I do know how to make deviled eggs. And also what I do for the kids is I just wrap deli meat with a little cream cheese around pickles, and they love that. And I keep coming up with different things that are, you know, they, they don't have sugar in them, but they're snacky things like, you know, like, 
just even celery with peanut butter in it, and that works. So there's simple things that I do. And deviled eggs, that's one of those dishes where if you bring that to a party, they're gone. Yes. Everybody <laughs> loves deviled eggs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always bring baked sweet potatoes, so it's not the traditional recipe that's got the canned sweet potatoes and the marshmallows, but actual real sweet potatoes. You know, it's interesting. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was actually talking to my fiance's family about how we can change Thanksgiving into a healthy meal versus the traditional gravies and fatty foods. And just, you know, we still want to celebrate and have that chance to come together and have a great meal. But it doesn't have to be like, you know, where you can't get off the couch afterwards. So we're looking at ways to make it a fun, healthy meal. And one of my favorite things is actually roasted nuts. Um, it's We have a crispy nuts recipe in most of our classes. And what you do is you soak them in salt water. And then the trick here is to roast them at a low temperature for several hours. Mm-hmm. And they taste great, don't oh, they? They're wonderful. little and, olive oil. And, and then when you're doing them, they're, they they make your house smell just perfectly <laughs> beautiful. So And they're easier to digest yes. when you cook them at a low temperature, right? Yeah, it's great. It, it kind of breaks that up. And so people who kind of have problems with nuts, that could be a great alternative for you. So should we take another caller or? Yeah, and I want to thank Sarah. Sarah, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, and thank you so much for waiting. Yeah, I just have a question. I'm recovering from surgery this week, and I'm wondering if you can recommend anything minerals or vitamins to help speed up the healing process. Yeah, actually, we carry a wonderful product that it's a combination of vitamins and minerals that are needed post-surgery for wound healing. It speeds up wound healing, and it's actually called surgical healing. Okay. Um, And it's in a big tub, and I believe it's enough, what are there, 30 packets in there? Mm -hmm. You take a pack in the morning, a pack at night. Okay. And... It's by Nutrition Dynamics. Okay. And it really works. I mean, I had so many people just have come back and told us, you know, I healed so fast after taking this. Okay. You know, a couple of other things that you might think about. And, Cara, you, you have some ideas on that. Oh, well, another thing that I was thinking of was L-glutamine. Okay. And Dar mentioned that earlier in the show for cravings. So L-glutamine is wonderful for many different situations, but one of them is wound healing. Okay. And that's an amino acid. And I mean, we, we carry that as well in powder or capsule form. Okay. And how much of that should I be taking? I, I probably one, one or two capsules before every meal, if, okay. you, if you're doing the capsules, or like a half a teaspoon before every meal. So that's the, about 1,500 milligrams before every meal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So either one or two tablets before a meal yep. or a half teaspoon, depending on how I get the L-glutamine. Yes, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Good Thank question. But of course, you know, another thing when you're thinking about wound healing, when you're thinking about food, you need protein. Okay. You know, that really does help. So spreading out protein several times a day will help you heal faster. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Yep. I appreciate it. Thank yes. you. Thank you for the question. So where are we, Cara, with everything? Well, I think before the last break, we were talking about magnesium um, and just talking about the foods that it's in and letting people know that soda does deplete all minerals. Um, So, Dar, on that note, talk a little bit more about soda. Okay. You know, honestly, you guys, if I've said it once on Dishing Up Nutrition, I probably have said it a million times. If you can change one habit, stop drinking pop. You know, stop the pop habit, stop the Diet Coke habit, stop the Mountain Dew habit. 
And your bones will feel, say thank you, actually, in long term, because it's one of the problems, one of the things that leads to osteoporosis. So... Well, as long as we're talking about stopping the diet coat habit, I really want to talk about how proud I am of my mother. Okay. Um, <laughs> my mom, <laughs> unfortunately, had a pretty heavy diet coke habit, and it was just becoming a real issue for her. And um, so we went in and had a meeting with Wendy at the White Bear Lake office, and she really, after that meeting, was able to stop her habit. And she said what really triggered it for her was that during her consultation with Wendy, she realized that this addiction to Diet Coke, it's not because my mom has no willpower or she's weak. It's because she has this deficiency in certain vitamins and minerals. So what Wendy did was she explained how the B vitamins help and magnesium glycinate and also the importance of good bacteria in your system. So she put her on Bifidobalance, and her cravings have stopped, and she honestly feels like she has control again now. That's amazing. It is. It's. I couldn't be happier. Yes. So she actually was able to stop... Or, and it was a Diet Coke habit. It was. And it was honestly the very next day. She said, now that I realize that it's not that it's not me that can't handle it, yes. it's something that I was deficient in, it really felt like she had control over it again. Okay, good. And, you know, a few supplements helped her get some rebalancing done. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, here is a craving we often hear clients and people in our weight and wellness classes ask us about. I crave salt. So my next question is always salt on vegetables or chips. (laughs) You know, what's the answer? (laughs) If you if you crave chips, it's just a sugar craving. But if you crave salt on vegetables, then it's truly a salt craving. And you know, salt cravings can indicate low levels of potassium. So you have to sort this out in your brain. Now, are you craving chips? Are you craving salt and vegetables? Mm -hmm. And I, you know, most people think of chips as having, or chip cravings as being a salt craving or a fat craving. But if you really think about what's in a chip, it's just breaking down into simple carbohydrates or simple sugars, raising your blood sugar, yes, creating an insulin response and more cravings. <laughs> exactly. But once in a while, we do have, you know, true salt tra- cravings for people. And as Dar mentioned, um, potassium deficiencies can be one of those symptoms. And some of the other body signs that we notice in our clients who have low potassium are muscle fatigue and weakness, um, difficulty walking upstairs, heavy legs. Some people are crying for no reason, um, experiencing some fluid retention, fluctuation in heartbeats, and, of course, that salt craving. I, you know, those are kind of interesting symptoms, aren't they? Because they're kind of all over. Yeah. <laughs> You know, fu- muscle fatigue and having trouble walking upstairs and, and crying uncontrollably <laughs> for no reason. And I've seen it all. I mean, I've seen clients have all those things. And mm-hmm. once they get a little bit of potassium back in their system, they don't have them. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Well, it is time to take another break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. When you're buying foods for the holidays, be sure to check the labels. And a couple of things that you really want to avoid are high fructose corn syrup and anything containing hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oils. So just say no to those product, products, and we'll be back in a minute. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Laugh along. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Again, staying well during this flu season 
is the goal for everyone at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, a great supplement that supports viral immunity is the wellness formula. You know, for prevention, you know, most people take three. Sometimes if you're coming down with something, you know, maybe a little sore throat, you take six. And you can find the wellness formula at our offices, but you can find it all over. Most of the food co-ops actually carry uh, wellness formula. So we were talking about... We were talking about potassium. So a few of the foods where we can find potassium are honeydew, cantaloupe, avocados, squash, spinach, and bananas. When we were growing up, my mom would always cut a banana into thirds or fourths and put it on each of our plates and say, potassium, potassium, potassium. So (laughs) I have been fortunate to know about potassium since I was little. (laughs) And while certainly we do need to have salt in our diet, um, a craving is often an indication of low potassium. Yes. And what can cause low potassium? Well, many medications, especially diuretics that many people are taking for blood pressure or for fluid retention. And some people become deficient from repeated bouts of diarrhea. And we've got the flu season going right now, and that might be a problem. Or even sweating from too much exercise or just exercising. Sweating or a lot of physical work, you can get depleted in all your minerals and particularly in potassium. So should we take callers or? We have a couple calls. I just wanted to um, make one comment. We've received several email messages today, and I apologize. We just are running out of time, so we're not going to be able to answer those. Um, But if you're listening and you emailed us, feel free to give our office a call, 651-699-3438. And um, there may be a nutritionist available to answer your questions. We'll make Anna get there and answer those (laughs) questions. We'll make Anna work. (laughs) Let's take a caller here. Nancy, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hello. Hello, Nancy. Hi. Is this Nancy? Yes, it is. Hi, you're on the air. Do you have a question for us? Yeah. Uh, my daughter has celiac, mm-hmm. and she just found out seven months ago. Okay. She's working with a doctor, but now she has a small intestine infection, and I was wondering nutritionally what she could do to help her get over it. Well, I certainly, I hope she's taking bifidobacteria. I, you know, I think she needs to, because that's the bacteria, the good beneficial bacteria, the probiotic, it's called bifidobacteria. That's what okay. we have in our small intestinal tract. Right. And, and where can she get that? Um, you know, where, where, what part of town do you live in? St. Paul. Okay. Just go to our St. Paul office on Cleveland. On Cleveland? Are you yep. open on Saturday? Yep. It's 708 South Cleveland. Oh, okay. So that, that should help her. Yes. And so we have it both in a powdered form and in a capsule form. Oh, and I probably would, huh? Yeah, she wouldn't take the powder, but she'd probably take the capsule. Okay. <laughs> well, then have her take that probably one, three or four times a day and take it uh-huh. before meals. And then we have talked about glutamine before on the show, I mean, you know, early. And so I would also do one or two capsules of glutamine at the same time. Because that is uh, that heals the intestinal lining, and so she really needs to get that intestinal lining healed, so she doesn't right. get and back. Right, glutamine these... is good. I mean, it's okay for celiacs. Oh yes, it is. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's a. The word it's, gluten just kind of scares. No, me. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. <laughs> Not for related celiac. to gluten at all. No, it's it, it comes from meat basically. It's so an amino it, acid. Yeah, it's fine, and that's what she probably needs to stay on most of her life, to be honest with you, because it's hard to be to stay 100% pure on a gluten-free diet. And so this kind of protects, not that people are trying to eat gluten, mm-hmm. but, you yeah. know, it's hidden. Oh, it's hidden every place. Right. And so you need to heal that lining as much as possible. 
you have that at your store too. Yeah, we do. You do. So, and it's called glutamine. Glutamine. L-glutamine. L-glutamine and bifidobacteria. Right, and if if I forget what they are, then someone will help me at the store. Yeah, yep. they'll know what they what you're looking okay. for. Um, how late are you open today? Uh, five o'clock. Oh, you are. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you so much. Yep. Okay. Thanks for thank calling. That's a good question. How late are we open? We have to think about that sometimes. <laughs> we used to be open until 4, but now we're open until 5. So do we have another question? We do. I don't believe we have time to take a call, though. Um, okay. Well, I think we can just kind of wrap up a little bit here. Um, you know, when we think about cravings, and I think we had one question, is sugar or chocolate? Well, these are mineral <laughs> deficiencies, aren't they? So, Amanda... Thanks for joining us today. It was great having you job. Oh, thanks. I loved it. Okay. (laughs) Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Here's the latest from ABC News. I'm Danielle.